Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. This is your girl, Amber, and I am back with another episode. I'm so excited. Um, Today makes my two-year anniversary since I've been doing the podcast, since I started Unapologetic Q two years ago in May. And I'm just so excited for just listening to when I first started the podcast, listen to my heart, where I was at in my mind and everything and just listening to, um, well, not listening to, but just thinking about where I'm at now in my life. I'm just so excited. And for this, um, for the next month of and my anniversary month, I'm going to have some special guests. I have a lot of exciting topics and just some fun things. So um, please stay tuned if you have not so, um Followed me on Spotify. Follow me on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever um, podcast platform you listen to the most. Follow me on there so you can be able to get notifications of my new episodes. Well, today, um, the topic that I have today that I want to talk about is newness. And... um, just thinking about the word new, you know, sometimes when we hear the word new, we immediately, like the first thing that comes to our mind can be like whatever we are desiring that's new, a new house, new car, new um, relationships, new job, whatever. And when I talk about the word new in this episode, I'm going to be talking about as far as um, stepping into your new in a way of like the unknown new. So like to explain that, to make it understandable, um, I'm just coming back from a retreat that I was, um, beyond blessed to attend and be a part of, um, one of my closest, well, one of my close friends, also like a big sister in my life. For her birthday, she wanted her friends to go with her to this resort. And it was a retreat, but it was more of a spiritual retreat. And I had to meet new people that, three new people that I didn't know. And in meeting these three new people, my, like, mindset, my thought, like, like so many things that I was struggling with, like instantly shifted because I got a chance to be around three women that have been in the season that I'm currently in now and looking at their lives, like really just motivated me, encouraged me. And just, it just really just made me have like a new perspective. That's what I want to say. A new perspective on things, on the way that I was looking at stuff days before I went to this retreat. So like during a retreat, not to give, you know, go into too much details, but during a retreat, like I didn't know what to expect. I know that I was going because I really was excited to go to celebrate my friend's birthday. But I also was like, this is going to be just a, just a, like a break, a break from just the normal every day. And also with it being on a weekday versus a weekend, it made it like even more like, like it made it even more spontaneous for me because 
on the weekdays, I'm half like everything set up for the kids and for everything else that I have to do. But like having to go, have, being able to go on this retreat or getaway on a weekday was like so spontaneous because I really was thinking that it was the weekend. The whole time it was the weekday. And that's just like an example that I want to talk about as far as me going there and me meeting these new women that I've heard so many stories about them. I heard their testimonies from my friend and just, you know, well, not their whole testimony, but like little snippets of different things. And it was just like so amazing to like actually meet women that are purposeful women. And I've been around a lot of people that talk a lot about different things, but they don't, nothing is like really like shaking, you know, and it's one thing to be around something for so long that you begin to follow and hear people and you begin to like, people begin to push you like, oh, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. But it's a different thing to be around these people that have actually done it. So my perspective was like completely shifted, you know, um, like just just woke up this morning with just like this new perspective about things. Like I really was having like this old perspective about a lot of things about like, you know, going through a divorce, you know, the first thing you get a lot or I hear a lot is, you know, oh, I'm sorry or, oh, you got to take care of the kids by yourself or you got to raise the kids or the kids get to have to be separated from both their parents, and you got to co-parent and all of that. And that's just like, you know, a lot of it is true. A lot of it I do have to endeavor. But my perspective of that was beginning to become so old that I wasn't able to see anything but that. I was All I was seeing was the fact that I'm about to have to go through all of this, and I'm about to, I started thinking about other people around me that has endeavored that. And I started, like, making all of that my perspective. I began to make all of that my vision. All of that was really what I was seeing. But being around, you know, and seeing women that may not have been through a divorce, like my divorce, but have been through having to raise kids and different things like that in separate homes and all of that. And to see these women that are literally just glowing and that are purposeful walking in their lives and not even just purposefully living in their lives because let me say this. Let me put a flag here. I'm not saying it's as if like, oh, well, you know, people been th- people go through things and they just be stuck. I'm not saying that because people's people expiration date of getting tired of the same old things is different. My day of getting was get, that, that I got tired of being in the same mindset of things. It got, I got tired of it. That's why I desire a new and a shift in my life. But sometimes people can go through something and they keep that same perspective of what we're taught, what tradition teaches us, what we see in our family and what we see in our environment. And it can make you be it can make you be so stuck on that, that that's your only perspective. For an example, you know, people believe that, oh, well, you go to college, graduate high school, go right to college, get a degree, then get get find your spouse, get married, have kids and go. Like, that's the perspective that a lot of people have for a lot of people's lives. But for me, as a mother of three kids, I want my kids to go to have college degrees, all of that stuff. But I don't want them to get so caught up in my perspective and my vision of things that they can't see for themselves. 
that they can't dream for themselves, that they own their perspective only be the perspective that I have showed them. And that when they let me down or when they let when they don't go that way, they feel like they have failed me. So then they just give up. And I believe that I really was awakening to just truly shifting my mindset like. Like, I don't want to be too personal, but like. You know, sometimes I feel like I get hit a lot with you should do this, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this. And because I want to honor the advice that people give me, because I I respect their opinions and their advice, sometimes it can shift my perspective or it can shift me to thinking, yeah, that's right, I should go that way. But if I don't go that way, I feel like I failed them and I'm not as disappointed that I am in myself for not um, doing it. I feel disappointed in that person. So now I feel like I have to just start all over if this makes, if that makes sense to anybody. And I made a decision that I'm only going to go the way that God wants me to go. Basically, like I get when people may have advice, people may say this and people may say that, but I know when it's God because it's always going to push me out of my comfort zone. Like one of my friends talked to me about something during a retreat that was very, very, very tough. And it was about fear. And like she came with a with a heart of God in the conversation. But because I'm so used to people always having their ex perspective or advice or what I should do or what I should be doing it. I had like this defense. I had this wall up. Because I kind of was like, oh, my God, here I go again. Another person trying to tell me what they think I should do. And it kind of can make you become like a person that can be not not just really rebellious, but it can make you become like a person that's like, don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me how I should do this. Don't tell me what I, you know, like it can make you become like that. And a lot of people are like that in a way because you've been told so many times what you should do, what you should do, what you should do, what you should do. And it has made you become to a point when it's like, I don't want to hear nothing else nobody else has to say to me. Like, I'd rather just go whichever way I want to go. And it's a sad place to be in on one end, but on one end, it can be a free place. And when I would say this, I'm going to break it down. The sad part of it is that the wall have the wall gets us to a point where we have like this wall up that is so... um that is like so strong over us that we miss every time, every time God wants to speak through us to a person because we already have in our ears, I don't want nobody telling me what I to do, or I know which way I should go, or I, or I got it, or I'm okay, or I don't need no advice, or I don't need no opinion, or I don't need that, I don't need no wisdom, I don't need no knowledge, that it can block us out that if God sends somebody to help us or give us a word, we don't even know because we have that wall up. Kind of like that story that all of us probably have heard s- several times in our life with the, the 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 young boy, the young man that was waiting for God. And the boat came and the airplane came and the bus, all of those different things. I don't know if it was a bus, but I threw that in there. But basically, there were so many different transportations for him to get to his destination. But because he kept saying, well, I'm waiting for God, I'm waiting for God, I'm waiting for God, I'm waiting for God, he missed this opportunity to get there. And when he died and went to heaven, he asked God, like, wait, why didn't you come? Why didn't you come for me? He said, God said, I sent, 
I sent all of these ways for you to get here. Or I sent all these ways to help you, basically. That's the sad way. The free way of it in a, that, that can be 100% free of a way is that you discern a person's heart behind their advice or their opinion or their correction or whatever it is. You know, like not just always just following what somebody says. That's free. That is good because if that, you will just really just be led by somebody else's life and you'll be like a puppet. Somebody else just running you, and that can be controlling, manipulative, all that. And you can have, you know, people say a person don't have a mind for themselves. You can't think for yourself. Somebody else have to think you through everything. So I found myself being in both, but I and being in the middle of them, really. And after coming out of this retreat, my perspective changed a lot because I want to use both of these ways, the, both of these the left and the right, the sad and the freedom to help me in my perspective of things. You know, say, for example, um, I may have need advice for something. And I know, say, for example, I may need advice about something for like one of a business that I'm working on. And I may be like, well, I wonder how I can, I wonder how I should do this. I'm not going to get on the phone and call somebody that not an entrepreneur, don't even have a desire to have an entrepreneur, don't even really know anything about business. I'm not going to call them to get their advice or their opinion. I'm not. First, I'm going to pray, of course. But I would be better off calling a person that has walked through this lane before or is currently an entrepreneur or um, has wisdom in, in this area because they have done this specific thing. I'm not going to shut down if the person says, you know, says something to me that may be like a little tingling or like a little hot. I'm not going to just like shut it down immediately like, oh, no, OK, that's not what I really asked for. You, you're going too deep because sometimes those deep things that hurts or, or triggers us or causes out of our uncomfortableness. That's really where our breakthrough and our growth going to come from, you know. So basically, you know. In a nutshell, you know, I I really think that a lot of um, the perspective, that, the way that we have seen things and the, through the lenses that we have seen things has been in so many different ways. I remember when 2020 came and a lot of people were saying like, oh, this is about to be my year. I'm about to have 2020 vision. I'm about to see everything. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. And then boom, go, into, go right into the second month of the year. COVID happened, the pandemic, we locked down. Our life was like really in like a real pandemic. The world was. And what our perspective, our people's perspective changed. The vision, the heart, the goals of what everybody said God was saying for that year, you wasn't hearing that anymore. People started shifting it into something new. And my question to myself was, was, was it that God or what our goals was, was those wrong? when 2020 first came or was, or were, do we just throw them to the back and change our perspective because the pandemic we're in, you you know what I'm saying? And that's really how I feel like I am. And like I said, I always want to be transparent on my podcast because I feel like when I'm transparent on these podcasts, it's helpful to the people that the supporters that are listening to me, but it's also a release 
to me as well. And basically, you know, I really believe that, um, I really believe, um, I really believe that our perspective in life, when it, when it goes to friendships, relationships, and people that um, are called our accountability partners and all of those different things, I really believe that our perspective have to be in alignment. We really have to pray and really have to help get, get, let our perspective change. Like, if I sat in this mode of like, oh, I'm going through divorce, most people that go through divorce, they're sad, they're bitter, they're mad, they're hurt. It can be so negative. It can be toxic. It can be all of those things. If I, if I, if I literally allowed that to be my perspective, I wouldn't be able to see anything outside of that until after this divorce. And that's just not about to be the case. And I pray that whoever's listening to this, whether you are, whatever transition you're going through, because everybody's going through a transition. All of us going through some type of transformation, transition, or evolving in some way. We are, we are people. We are humans. We're created to evolve and transition all the time. When, whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing, change your perspective. You know, change your perspective. I always tell my kids all the time when they get to complaining about something, like, oh, like my, especially my son that's four years old, like he thinks that he's supposed to have t- new toys every day. For some reason, he got this perspective <laughs> that he's supposed to have a new toy. Every time I pick him up from school, he's like, Where do I, where's my toy? Where did I get you? And that's because that's my fault because in a way it's my fault because when he first started going to school and to get him to go to school because he used to cry literally for like the first two and a half months, I used to like get him something like what it was maybe a bag of chips or like a reward. I used to give him things because to tell him like, well, you be good today. You don't cry. I have something when you got to school. So that became his perspective because that's what I was giving him. But when I just shifted and just changed it out of nowhere and and did and stop doing it. That's not his fault that his perspective has his perspective of thinking that he was deserving reward after school every day. That's not his fault that that has not changed. That's my fault because I was the one that made was the promiser. I'm the one that said that that's what you're going to get, and I didn't keep my word. So I feel like a lot of us are in that season when we feel like we let ourselves down. We feel like our friends or our spouse or our parent or or God, you know, or anything have let us down. And now we are mad, angry, bitter, upset, and all the different emotions. And our perspective is not shifting. We're trying to move our feet, but our perspective is not shifting. Our mindset is not changing. The way we look at things are are still the same. And I really want to encourage you to be like I did when I talked to my son. I apologized to him and said, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to give you, I don't have to give you any words, no, no more rewards anymore because you are, you, you grow, like you, you go to school and you notice how all this time I haven't got you no more, like no more toys or, or gifts or anything. And you still was just going happy. And it's like, when you know that there's a reward and a blessing coming, you're going to do everything that you can possibly do to do what's right. And he did that. And I said, I'm proud of you for doing that. And I said, I am going to reward you, but it's not going to be every day. I had to make that to apologize to him, but I also had to be honest with him, even with him being four. 
And that's what I feel like a lot of us have to do with ourselves in our prayer time and our meditation time and whatever time. Like, let's take that. Let's be in that honest um, time when we have to be like self. I'll let you down. I told, I said that we're not going to do this. I'm not, we're not going to be depressed this year, 2023. We're not got, we about to be out. It's getting hot. We're not about to be sad, busted, broken, disgusted, but I'll let you down because for the past few weeks in the past month or two, I haven't did that. Sometimes we have to have those self-talks. You know, a lot of people say, well, you don't, you know, don't be talking to yourself because that's crazy. No, it ain't about talking to yourself, but we have to take care of ourselves. And sometimes we let ourselves down. Oh, I'm going to work out. I'm going to go for a gym. Oh, I haven't did it. And now you feel down. You haven't disappointed anybody but yourself. And a lot of us, we ain't, we not disappoint. We're not upset and bitter because we feel like we let somebody else down or we disappointed somebody or even somebody did it to us. We're upset because we feel like we felt ourselves. Maybe I should be farther in life. Maybe I should did this with my body. Maybe I should do this with my hair. Maybe if I would have did this, then I would have this relationship. And our perspective has been to ourself that we failed. But instead of being in that perspective of like shifting our perspective to really think about what happened during that time, you know, a lot of us have lost people and a lot of us have lost jobs and a lot of people have a lot of different have moved and a lot of different things have happened. And sometimes we forget about those major things that happened. And we beat ourselves up and not giving ourselves grace. But when you really change the perspective, when you really change your lenses of how you're looking at your life or the season that you're in, it helps you. It really helps shift things around you. So I just really want to um, encourage. I really didn't mean this to be uh, 20 minutes long. I really was trying to make this shorter, but I don't, you know, time, you know, put a time or a protocol on, you know, what I feel led to say. But I just really want to encourage every person that's, that's listening to this that give yourself grace. You know, there's grace for you. Change your perspective. You know, like a person that's wearing glasses. If you're if you are struggling to see and you have glasses on, get some new glasses, please. <laughs> but seriously, like if you if you are struggling and you are like seeing things still the same way you've been seeing things for the same 5, 10, 15, 20 years, and you have not seen yourself in a different light, you still see yourself in the same place, you, your perspective of life and relationships and everybody against you and everybody this, that, that, it's time to get some new glasses. Take off them same glasses. A lot of you know how people have glasses. My brother, <laughs> he's probably going to call me when he hear this. I remember my brother used to, have glasses and he had these glasses and he loved these glasses. And child, when I tell you, he put some tape on them glasses. He did everything because he did not want to get a new pair. But that's funny. But in our life, that's how we viewing things. We will fix up. Every, we will make every excuse to keep this same perspective, to keep the same way that we vision things, to keep the same way that we see things so that so that we don't have to deal with our own disappointments for ourselves, or, or, or moments that we think like we fail. You know, I want to say this and I know I'm going to get a lot of backlash probably or whatnot, but I'm always open to whoever comment or say anything to me about any of one of my episodes, my podcast. But I, I believe that we think that sometimes we think we failed, 
But I all I sometimes think that it's not that we failed. I think that there's a side of us that actually growed. Like there's a things called growing pains. When we are in a transition of growing and we having pain after pain after pain after pain after pain, and we feel like I'm 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 just failing myself. Like I'm just I'm crying a lot. I'm just overeating. That's because you're growing and your your natural soul, um, your, our bodies is used to defending ourselves. Our bodies is used to protecting it. Uh, is used to seeing hurts coming. I'm about to cry. That's how our bodies and our minds is set up. But it don't mean that you have felt yourself. That means you are growing, but you're trying not to grow. So you want to keep them same glasses on that are broken because you don't want to get a new pair. Change the pair of glasses that you are wearing. Change the lenses that you are looking at everything in. People ask me all the time, like, how are you so happy? How are you so vibrant? How are you just smiling? You haven't been to work for you've been off work for months. You're doing this with the kids. You you going through this divorce. And I tell people all the time, of course it's God and prayer and my faith, but it's also because I had to make a decision that I didn't fail myself. I didn't fail myself and I fought for my long that I failed my kids, but I didn't fail them. I made a decision to choose better. And the, the growing pains is the crane, the hurting, because now I'm getting ready to grow and elevate, but I didn't fail. The marriage may have failed, but I didn't fail. You know, I didn't fail. I still got life. Life ain't over. There's people that got timelines for how many more months they're going to be able to live. They out here trying to live their best life before they leave. And I'm going to sit here and, and, and change my whole life and be depressed and be down and busted, disgusted mentally because a marriage didn't work. Like, no, like that was my mindset last year, but I shifted that because life goes on, especially when it's something that is not good for us. And like I said, we would keep on them same glasses that's broken, that's tore up, that hanging off the side of our face that we can't even keep on, can't even bend, bend our head down. They're going to fall right off versus to go get some new glasses that fit you. And that would be um, easier for you because I'd rather hold on to this because this is what I'm comfortable. This is what I know. These are the ones that I like. So I just really hope this encourages you all. It really have encouraged me. I really didn't know which way I was going to go today. But that's why I love to just get up and just say I'm going to make a podcast because this is always spontaneous. And I just hope that you all um, continue to support yourself. Show up for yourself. Go into war and pray and and encourage and love and do that for everybody around you. But make sure you're doing that for yourself. You know, my best friend, she reminds me. Yeah, my best friend. I know y'all never hear me say best friend, but I got a best friend. (laughs) But she told me, you know, um, she told me, she said, you know, you will pray for people. You will give a word to people. But she was praying and she said, but God, let her do that for herself. And that hit me so hard because as a mother, my nature is to give, to comfort, to take care of. But I always think of myself second and last. But sometimes we got to show up hard like we will show up and pull up for somebody else. We got to show up and pull up for ourselves. So let's continue to walk down this path unapologetically. I'm so excited for the next few episodes with my special guests. Some of y'all that are listening are going to be my special guests. And I'm so excited. Unapologetic Q this year is really getting ready to go into a whole nother way. I'm, I'm excited to 
announce some different things that I'm going to be doing with the podcast and some partnerships that I've got coming up and some things that I'm working on behind the scenes. But I thank you guys for being faithful to me for two years. Mother's Day is coming up in a couple of days. And I, to one of my supporters that is like my top supporter that support every podcast that I've made from two years ago. And I made a podcast with her, which is my mom. Mom, I'm so grateful for you. I want to wish you a happy Mother's Day. I'm so grateful for your support. I'm so grateful for um, just what God has blossomed our relationship to be. It's like you are my mother, but you are so as like a friend and a sister to me. I'm so grateful for your support to me in this season. I'm grateful that you are allowing me to go through this growing pains and you are not bringing the band-aids to cover them up. You're allowing me to go through the transition but you also are allowing me to be me freely, unapologetically. And I love you. Happy Mother's Day to you. I'm so grateful for you and to all the other mothers and to everyone out there that is a spiritual mother or a mother or a mother to be. Happy Mother's Day. And let's change our lenses and let's change the way that we our perspective of things. God bless y'all. Bye.